Welcome to Experiencing Ease and Flow with me, your host, Karen Hewson. We talk about getting clear on what you want, seeing all of the options available, and bringing you back to your path of ease and flow. And today, to kick off this first episode of Experiencing Ease and Flow, we are talking about the path of ease and flow, what it is what it isn't, how do you find it, how does it feel, how do you follow it, because a lot of um, the experiencing of flow or of ease that um, has been in our general culture at the, up to date has been very much a moment, it's not a way of being, it's not a way of life, it's not a way of operating and doing life. It's a moment of like, I'm in the zone, I'm feeling in flow, the rest of the world drops away, time doesn't mean anything anymore, and I'm in that state of flow. And that is absolutely true and valid. And also, it's bigger than that. The path of ease and flow is an entire way of doing life, an entire way of being through your days. And you absolutely get those moments of like in the zone, in flow. But the other thing that the path of ease and flow really gives us is the lack of forcing things, the lack of tension. It's really something that for where we are right now in the world, in our lives, we can understand it a lot more by talking about what it isn't and what we don't experience than talking about like what it actually is because a lot of us have not experienced ease (laughs) or not very often and so going into like what does ease feel like it's like well it feels like when you're not trying it feels like when your shoulders are relaxed It feels like when you're open and expanded and just available to the world and life. Um, Ease feels like things happen and surprise and delight you and you didn't have to try. You didn't have to work at it. You didn't have to um, like go out of your way to take the steps and, and take the actions. And also finding and following the path of ease and flow, it does take action. It does take intention and purpose and commitment. And it takes um, consistency in a way too, because we want to, this is how we want to live our life. So by definition, we want to be consistent about it. But the consistency is gained by the practice of coming back to our ease and flow and so it's a we become consistent with it as we embody this way of being so consistency is really just a byproduct of embodying this way of living rather than believing that we need to be consistent and do certain things every single day to then create this feeling of ease and flow it's like no we can find the moments in every day where we choose flow over force when we choose 
ease over hustle. And by doing that and by doing it more and more often, the consistency is a natural byproduct. We don't have to try to be consistent. We don't have to work to be consistent. We don't have to create systems and strategies and set up our environment to remind us to do this thing every day. That really is a back to front (laughs) way of um, adopting habits, shifting our behavior, creating change in our lives. And I talked about that um, in one of the later episodes in the Experiencing Success season, when I was talking about how we can create change in our lives and integrate things on the path of ease and flow. And it's this way of not having to like micromanage and force and control things and instead, you know, setting our intentions and raising our awareness and allowing the shifts to happen as we're living our life. So it's not this additional thing we have to do because we're not, we're changing what we do by shifting how we show up. And so the doing becomes a byproduct of how we are being. And so it's shifting that focus back to how are we being? How are we operating? How are we living our lives? How are we moving through our days? And when we shift how we do that, what we feel called to do, what we feel inspired to take action on, what like little bright ideas pop into our head to do in this particular window of time, all starts to line up and just make sense and feel easy. So here's a very specific example um, where like I will be going about my day and I will, okay, here's one from the other day. I was walking out to drop the kids off at school and go uptown to meet a friend and my husband popped his head out the door as we were leaving and was like, here, take this and threw this package at me that I um, needed to post. And I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. And so I knew that after I dropped the kids off, I had some time to, I had some time before I needed to meet my friend. And so when I hopped in the car and I saw that the car petrol was low, I was like, oh, okay, I'll drop the kids off. I'll fill up the car with petrol. I'll drop the package off at the post shop, all of which were on my way between school and where I was going to meet my friend. Um, And it happened without me having to plan it without me having to overthink it and this package had been sitting in our house for a week and a half because mentally like trying to figure out (laughs) how to deal with it was like too hard it was that force I was going to have to really like think through the fog like I'm very familiar I'm very aware of how Um, the opposite of the path of flow and ease feels so that whenever I get to that point, I choose not to go there. I choose not to do it. And so naturally I'm trusting, I'm believing other options become available. So this package, it was like some clothes I needed to return, was sitting by our shoe rack for a good week before I even like wrapped up the package. And I think at the point in time that I prepared the package, it was one of those situations where I had some like a few minutes in until I like picked the kids up and so I'm like well okay I'll just do that quickly now and again the space makes itself available 
when we're not trying to force and micromanage and cram our time full of all these things that we have to get done and instead open ourselves to divine timing, to aligned moments, to the universe, God, whoever supporting us, then these little pockets, because our head is clear, because our energy is clearer, because we're not honed and stressed, feeling late, have to rush through, must leave now. I had that moment of space to be like, oh, I've got a few minutes. And so being open meant that another thought popped into my head to be like, oh, I'll go prepare that package. I wasn't even posting it. It was just the next step. And so then I put it somewhere that every time we like left the house, we would see it. But I had, no, I had no idea when I would take it. I had no plan. I just was trusting there would be an opportunity. And at some point I would be going somewhere where it made sense that it was near a post shop and I could drop it off. And then I didn't even have to consciously do that because it was there because of the work that my husband and I have done together on, you know, sharing the mental load on the household work, on creating the space and things falling into place very effortlessly it happened that I was walking out the door he knew what I was doing and he was like oh take this with you and it wasn't a case of you know take this with you like I didn't feel it was a case of take this with you it has to get done right now and there's that pressure and there's that stress and there's that rush it was a case of take this with you in case there's an opportunity in case you're driving by a post shop and so there's a very, very different energy about it. But from that, there's a very different feeling in our bodies. And therefore, there's a very different experience of life. There's a very different experience of getting things done. So <laughs> that's a little bit of like what ease and flow is and can feel like. Now, the path of ease and flow, the reason why I definitely refer to it as a path is because it is an option that's available to us. And again, I talked about this in the last episode when we wrapped up the Experiencing Success season of like, this option is available to you. Whether you believe that option is available or not is completely up to you. <laughs> And you'd only, there only needs to be a teeny tiny part of you that believes it's possible for you to start, for it to start like bubbling up in your life, for your mind to open, for you to listen to more episodes of this podcast, which again makes you realize, oh, this is a possibility that is available to me. And as I said in the very quick intro, when we know what we want, even if we know what we want is not this. And this is where find, like the duality is so fun to play with because you can have all these options and all these situations come through and it can help you get clearer on what you do want. And when we believe that what we do want is available to us because it is, it's a fun way of refining it. It's a fun way of being like, oh, yeah, this is more like what I want, but this part I don't want it like that. I don't want this part, etc. And it's it's kind of like you're just like collaborating on this like order with the universe. It's like a custom 
custom made little specific order for you on what is it that you want. And so we don't need to know the specifics of exactly what we want. We can start exactly where we are and say, I don't want this. Now, what might I want? What options are available? What possibilities are available? What opportunities are available? What are there, What different ways are there to do this? And then how do they feel for me? And this is super important because this is how we find the path of ease and flow. The path of ease and flow is one of these op- options available to you. So first of all, we have to like open ourselves up to the options. We have to just like be available <laughs> to receive an option that is surprising to us and delightful and where we didn't have to micromanage and work really hard and do the things. We're very intentional still. We are still taking action, but we're doing it in a way that we are avoiding what we don't want. And now avoiding what we don't want when we speak about experience is we don't want to force ourselves. We don't want to try to micromanage and control every little thing. What we want to be doing is staying open and expanded, not tense and constricted and stressed. Let's believe that things can work out exactly as they need to for our absolute highest good. So if it's not the thing that we have in mind, it's this or something better. And you've probably heard that said a lot around manifestation, but I only really understood it over the last few months Because I'm like, but I really want the thing that I have in my head. It's like, ultimately, things are, our life is unfolding in a way that um, we cannot predict and anticipate. And yet when we come, when we enter into it and we collaborate with, you know, the circumstances and events happening in life from a perspective of this is serving me. Like, this is a lesson to learn. There's growth to be had. There's healing to be done. And I can, all of this is being used to move me forward to create my dream life, to have my dream experiences. And I've talked in the last season about how we can, like, experience events and circumstances and things in our lives. So that is definitely, definitely worth a listen because it all complements everything we're talking about, we then choose, right? We choose, do we want to be experiencing this stress, this rush, this feeling of there's never enough time, this feeling of I'm never going to get everything done, I'm always behind, I'm never on top of things? Or are we wanting to feel open and available for life for things to surprise us for things to fall into place for everything that needs to get done to get done and maybe the things that don't get done just didn't need to get done in the first place I swear that happens more often than we realize and also there's other things that just kind of resolve themselves without us needing to do anything but we never take the step back we never don't take an action (laughs) To, to see that it can work out. Like if we just left it alone for a few days, it would resolve itself and the problem we thought was so urgent actually doesn't exist anymore. 
even when I was working in corporate, this happened so many times when people would raise like an issue. And then if you had like, I had, if I had back to back meetings or I couldn't get to it for that day, by the end of the day, someone had solved the problem. The problem had gone away or, you know, there was something really important and then you go on leave. And when you come back from leave, it's like not an issue anymore and it's gone away or it's solved a problem or it's no longer relevant. There are so many ways that, things can shift and move that don't require us to micromanage them or control them or decide like I can fix this you it is not solely on your shoulders it, like the universe has your back there is magic happening around us that we cannot explain all I know from having found and been following the path of ease and flow for myself for two plus years now is that it keeps happening when I am open and available for stuff to work out it keeps happening when I don't force things and maybe it's a case of well I really want to do this thing but I just can't see a place in our calendar for it to happen mm-hmm. It's often because it's not meant to happen. And this is where some of the like funny coincidences start to play out. I know there was a situation where um, I had some things I wanted to do, but I just couldn't, it just felt hard. Whenever I looked at the calendar, I like couldn't figure out how it would work. And so I didn't force it. I didn't try to make it happen. I was like, all right, we'll sit until it does. And then the next week, we needed to go into isolation. And I was like, well, that's why, that's why I didn't want to book all of those appointments because I would have then had to cancel all of those appointments. That's why it felt so hard to look at the calendar and figure out when that would happen because I would have then had to reschedule it. So by following flow over force, this is like the first, the only, like if you do anything else, anytime you feel yourself forcing yourself to do something it feeling hard like mentally like your brain is just like no stop making me do this (laughs) when your brain hits that wall stop there's like a reason for that there is absolutely a reason for that and it's something you can play with again there only needs to be a very small part of you that believes this is possible and you can start playing with it and testing it out and being like all right in for this part of my life because you know sometimes um it's easier to tackle like a smaller piece that doesn't have as big an impact or you don't have as much like resistance and conditioning and fear around like if I don't show up like it's going to be bad find the path of least resistance find the path of ease Look at your whole, like across all of the things you do in your life and just choose one little segment to say, I'm going to choose flow over force. Anytime I feel like I'm forcing myself to do something in this particular area, I'm going to stop. And that is all you need to do. Like to find the path of flow, we simply, it's not, again, simply, not necessarily easily simply stop 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 just stop (laughs) now this is the bit that gets really uncomfortable 
This is the bit where when we talk about the path of ease and flow, it doesn't mean it necessarily feels easy. Things, there is an ease and an effortlessness to um, two things when you are on the path of flow. But that doesn't mean that the process of deconditioning, the process of raising our awareness around our emotions, the process of sitting with ourselves and like unraveling what is going on in that moment when we choose to stop forcing whatever that activity is, that's not easy. But I also, personally, I wouldn't use the word that it's hard. Because I really relate the definition of when something feels hard to me, it's because I'm forcing it. It feels hard because I'm forcing it. And so if I'm choosing not to force things, then nothing really feels hard. Does it feel uncomfortable? Yes. Does it feel unfamiliar? Yes. Um, Does it feel uncertain? Yes. Can I feel afraid? Yes. Um, Can I feel worried and concerned? Um, and anxious yes all of these things but is it hard difficult yeah things can be difficult but we're smart people we we do difficult things all the time and so for me and this this is this does come down to semantics a little bit because we love Glenn and Doyle and we can do hard things I I love that. I love that. And so it does come down to your own like definition and your own like experience of doing hard things. So if doing hard things falls into this bucket of it's uncomfortable emotionally, um it's unfamiliar, it's scary, it's unknown, then yeah, it could feel hard. If feeling, if your experience of doing hard things is very related to forcing yourself to do stuff, then this won't feel hard. But the other thing is, I think we use it's hard as this big catch all. It's a bit like when we talk, when we teach kids about emotions and you have like happy, sad, mad tired is that an emotion I don't know happy sad and mad it's like okay but there are so like that's a very high level right there's so many other emotions that come under like if you're sad or if you're mad or if you're happy that's very much a high level like introduction and so I think often we group everything into either it feels easy or it feels hard oh this is something that's easy for me to do okay why is it easy It's easy because it's familiar. It's easy because you've done it before. It's easy because you've practiced. It's easy because you've practiced so much that it's become an automated habit. Like brushing your teeth isn't hard. You've done it every day of your life almost. Like this is not a difficult thing to do. The reason why things are easy is because of the effort that has to be put in or not and this is where when we do follow the path of ease and flow things can happen more effortlessly because we've come to this point where we we're anticipating struggle 
we're anticipating challenges. We're anticipating it to be difficult. We're anticipating that we are going to need to like brace ourselves to, to draw on our inner strength and push through to like draw ourselves up and direct that energy that is then going to leave a gap and need to rest and restore. And we don't often have the opportunity to rest and restore. That's probably a whole nother episode. But the effortlessness comes when you don't have to micromanage, when you don't have to control it all, when you don't have to plan out to the nth degree and put all of that mental energy into when am I going to do it? How is it going to happen? Who needs to be involved? The ease comes when you happen to be talking to the person you need to speak to about this completely other related topic and you remember randomly oh, can I just let you know, this is coming up and I might need you to do X, Y, Z, or this is coming up and I'm going to need this information from you. But, you know, we can chat about that later. So the opportunities to do the thing that you need to do come about without you having to orchestrate them when you are following the path of ease and flow. And we're taking aligned action and we're not forcing things and we're not forcing ourselves to do things we don't want to do when we don't want to do them. There's a reason why we feel that way, because there is this path that is available where things feel a whole lot easier because we're not having to exert so much energy, so much mental effort. We're not having to think so damn hard about things all the time. We simply get clear on what we want or as clear as we're able at the time, we open ourselves up. And this is like physically as I'm speaking to you, I'm like opening up my chest. My shoulders are going back. My like chest is coming up, you know, shoulders out and back basically, right? Chin up. You're opening yourself. You can even stretch your arms wide out, palms open, (laughs) Pressing your shoulders back, open and up. Because when we are focused, when we are like in that controlling, contracted feeling, our shoulders are hunched and forward. We're closed in on ourselves. We're trying to like direct our focus and energy like into a very narrow point instead of being open to all of the miraculous, random, delightful ways that the things we want can come about. And when we're closed off and we're focusing in on the one way that we've orchestrated and think it can happen, we've closed ourselves off to those other possibilities. We're not going to see these other things. We're not going to be open to those little thoughts popping randomly into our heads to be like, oh, I happen to be talking to this person. Here's another really good, like very specific example. Um, I caught up with my cousin. He came over last night for a, a big fun chat and um, we had organized. I was like, oh, my, my my husband goes out on a Wednesday night. It's kind of my time. So I'm like, oh, well, why don't you come over here? This was like the the space in my week that felt the easiest for him to come over and for us to have a big chat and catch up on things. Um, and he was going to be coming over with a friend and I was like oh well that's fine but he wanted to talk about something else privately and I was like oh well when can we do that in 
uh, in my calendar. Like, I don't know how to fit you in, but I really want to like be here to have this like chat and support you. Um, and it was just feeling all really hard. And I was like, well, it could be here. It could be there. I don't know. And then it ended up that his friend didn't come. And so we had a big, long chat. We were able to cover everything we covered and it was not a problem that I couldn't find the space. Now he didn't know until the last minute that his, you know, his friend changed his mind or whatever. Um, but that's one part. And then the other part was that um, he had like um, checked in on our cat while we were away three months ago and had our spare keys. And so when he arrived, I was like, you didn't happen to remember the keys that I keep forgetting to ask you about or stop by to pick up or message you to ask to drop off when you drive past. Um, and he was like, what keys? And then he was like, oh, well, if they are anywhere, they'll be in my van. So then he hopped out to the van he had arrived in and found the keys and we got the keys back. I did not need to orchestrate anything. I kept randomly remembering, oh, yep, he's still got the keys. I'm not, it's like, it feels hard to go out of my way and swing by and get them. Like, that's just not feeling like, eh. Every time I thought about it, I was like, eh, uh, it's just hard. Uh, what? No, uh. Um, I could do that, but I kind of don't want to, basically. No good reason. I've actually driven past his house multiple times because he just lives down the road. But it's always felt like too hard basket. It's always just felt hard. It's always felt like, no, I don't want to. And so I haven't. I've honoured that feeling. I didn't. And then very easily, he didn't even have to remember. I didn't have to remember until I saw him like literally on my doorstep. And I asked about it and he had them there. Simple. Seamless. Nobody's having to like add any extra activity or effort to what they're doing. So I hope those really specific examples help. <clears throat> so the path of ease and flow, it is available. All you need to do is raise your awareness. Raise your awareness around when things are feeling hard, when they are feeling forced and stop. And then the more difficult part happens. <laughs> And what I might do is cover that off in the next episode. Um, we'll talk about like navigating that a little bit because what ends up happening is we make this choice to be like, all right, in this part of my life or just in generally, I'm going to notice when, th when I'm forcing things, when I just don't want to do it, but then I make myself anyway. Um, when it feels hard, when my brain is like hurting while I'm trying to like figure something out and I'm going to stop because once you stop, there's a whole lot of, of discomfort. It's unfamiliar. There's fear around it working out. Um, what else happens? You just don't know what to do with yourself. It's like, but if I stop, that means I need to rest and I don't know how to do that. So question mark. <laughs> so out of this episode, I hope you have a better understanding of the path of ease and flow, what it is, a little bit about what it isn't. And we're going to cover a bit more 
um, like I said, in the next episode, I will talk more about like, okay, when we stop forcing, then what happens? Because that's the bit that is challenging. That's the reason why people don't just, it, that's why everyone's not doing this already. Because it is difficult. It can be hard. It's not easy. But that's purely because of our conditioning and, you know, the way society has really groomed us to be little doing machines instead of being creatures. Um, and so that's the first way that you will start to find your path of ease and flow is to notice when you're forcing yourself to do stuff you don't want to do or something you do want to do, but when you don't want to be doing it, when something just feels like hard or I can't, I don't know how to make this work, just stop. Stop and hand it over to the universe, offer it up to God, like whatever your way you interact with the higher beings and powers that we have around our universe. And I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode and feel called to share, I would love for you to take a screenshot Share it on social media. If you're sharing it on Instagram, you can tag me at Karen Hewson. I would love to reshare and connect with you. Um, if you had a friend pop to mind as you were listening who you're like, oh, they could really use this, please do send it to them. Um, you know, if you saw where we've shared it on social media, you're welcome to tag them. I would love for more people to hear this and be able to be opened more to the possibility of a path of ease and flow. Um, and if you desire more support on, on finding your path of ease and of following the path of flow, then I do have a few ways that you can work closer with me. You can find the links to all my current offerings and programs in the show notes, along with any other like past episodes or other resources that I talked about. So until next time, let's, <clears throat> let's stop forcing things. <laughs> let's choose not to force things. And I will see you next week for how to work through everything that's going to come up after you've made that choice.